listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. Here's your host, award-winning coach and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. today you might have some opposition to. What I'm going to share today might not be something you've ever done. Uh, And I promise you though that what I'm going to share today will help you in your networking. It will help you to feel more confident. It will help you to do better um, in life and in business. Let me know you're here because the thing I'm going to share with you today is going to turn networking on its head. Now, what do I mean by turn networking on its head? It means that you're going to do networking in a completely different way than maybe you've been taught, than maybe you've done, that you've seen other people do. So first, let me start off by um, by saying, uh, how, how did you like think about it? How did you learn how to network in the beginning? How did you know what to do? Now, when I started going to networking events, um, the key thing for me, I felt was like, hit them with your, your, you know, your pitch, your elevator pitch, hit them with that. And it's funny. I heard, I heard a woman say the other day, you know, I've never heard an elevator speech and I've never given one. And she was a professional, she is a professional speaker. So I found that quite funny. So how were you taught, um, how to show up in networking? What do you do in networking so that you show up differently than other people, so that you have more connection with others? What do you do? Do you know? Well, that's what I'm going to share today, right? (laughs) That's what I'm going to tell you. So let's go through that. So what I said I promised that I'd share with you is something that is very different than I learned how to network. So I thought, you know, I show up networking and I get up and I have this like one minute where I have to like, wow, everybody. And I have to say everything I could possibly say to, to get people intrigued and to get people to want to buy my stuff and that. And that's one way of doing it. I've also seen people like show up networking and they're like, what do you do? And here's my card. And then you get this feeling that they just want you to buy from them, but you haven't even had a connection at all. I also know that when I started networking, it was my first time networking and it was also the early days of my business. And so I didn't feel very confident. And so when all the talk was around like, well, you're a coach and what do you coach on and who, what's your niche and who's your target market and where were you trained and all that stuff, there's so much pressure. And I, before that, in my previous career, was very successful. But showing up in this way, I I felt like um, super green. I felt like a fish out of water, that I was feeling uncomfortable. But I couldn't bring forward all of my previous success, all my previous confidence, or, or how I just am naturally confident. I felt very uncomfortable. Because... The traditional networking has you show up as what you do. 
show up as your title, show up as, you know, whatever's on your business card. That's how you have to show up. And so the other pieces of you, so the fact that I was a, a new mom, like I literally was like networking pregnant and then networking with a brand new baby. Not that the baby came with me, but I was networking with by having, um, and at home I had a brand new baby, but I didn't talk about it because I was like, no, I'm showing up professional. I'm showing up as this business and life coach and this professional speaker and I'm not going to talk about that stuff. And it wasn't until I was at a networking, sorry, at a professional development program and we had to talk about what brought us joy. And because I'm always, I was always thinking about like networking and representing myself as what I do, my answer to Diane, what brings you joy was what brings me joy is when my clients have breakthroughs and the people running it called BS on me. And they said, we don't believe that that's the biggest thing that brings you joy. You have a baby girl. And that should be the one. We're thinking that's the one thing that brings you the ultimate joy. But you see, I was showing up as what I do. And it was that amongst a lot of other things that helped me to realize, wow, if I just showed up as who I am, then the people I meet get all of me. The same is true for you. If you show up as who you are, there are so many benefits to doing that, but I'm, I want to, I just want to go back for a moment. There's something that I wanted to share before that. So we typically show up as what we do, not who we are. And the trouble with showing up as what we do is that the labels confine us. They define us. They put us in a box and whatever the other person's definition of that title is, that's what we have to be or that's what we are in their eyes so if you let's look at it from a business point of view if you meet if you're a real estate agent and you meet another real estate agent do you think you're going to be besties no why because you're connecting as your titles you're connecting and you're thinking oh my gosh this person also does what i do and so i've also seen this with a doTERRA um, oil company rep and a young living oil rep and the two of them like right they're in competition I've seen this when I've I felt it when I've met other coaches and I'm talking with this person and they're like well, what do you do and I said I'm a coach and they're like oh I'm a coach too and all of a sudden there's this like little imaginary like wall between us of like oh we can't be friends we're in competition and so the titles when the titles are there there is often a lot of blockages that happen. So can you imagine networking, wanting to connect with people, but there is a block right away that comes up. Boo, 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 boo. All the bricks come up on this wall. You are not connected now. That sucks. Networking is about connection. So why else does it suck when you show up as what you do? If the person that you're meeting doesn't need your services, doesn't see a way of um, selling to you or buying from you or connecting further with you, then they're going to move on. And you know, in, in your world, if, if there's nothing there, then yes, you move on. 
But the truth is you've just looked at a surface level connection. There's more, there's more there. I've been guilty of this. And one of the times that I was very guilty of this was meeting a, a, an older gentleman who was in a completely different industry from me. And he said, uh, he saw that I was picking up people's information off the table and I didn't grab his. I was focusing on grabbing women's information because I connect with women. And he, and he caught me not taking his, and he said, oh, why didn't you want to take that one? And I said, oh, I don't know. And I looked at him and it was his paper. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness. And, um, and he said, and I said, well, I just work with women mainly. And so I wanted to connect with the women. And he said, yeah, but you don't know how big my network of women is. And I would like to get to know you. And I was like, oh, right, you are right. You are very, very right. <laughs> and so I took his paper. So when you show up as the title, the other issue is people, uh, whatever their negative association is with you. And so I've had this with clients. I had one client came from a very reputable, like well-known company uh, in her previous career, was a manager in that company. Uh, it's a, a service that all of us use and what she found was like she moved into um, selling skincare products. So she became a network marketer and she did this because she wanted to be around her family more and she wanted more freedom of time. And she expressed to me in one of our coaching calls, you know, Diane, people, I can see that people, as soon as they find out what I do, that I'm a rep for such and such a company uh, doing network marketing, that they discount me that they don't want to continue talking to me, that they feel like my business isn't legit or that I'm going to try and sell to them in the first 30 seconds or um, that I don't have any value for them. And my heart just sunk. I was so just appalled. I was appalled that this is happening to her. And there's, so there's so much stigma that can come from whatever industry that you're in. And what saddens me is this woman is an amazing woman. And she comes to the networking with all of her past experience, with all of the wonderful qualities of who she is. But people wouldn't get to know that because they just saw network marketer, MLM. And that just, that drove me nuts. That made me so mad. Also, when you connect as your titles, you miss out on connecting with the person. And you never know. Like another client said to me, Diane, how do you make friends with other women when you're in your 40s? And, and she found that like a lot of times when she was doing, uh, going to networking events, she wanted to connect with people. She liked people and she wanted to, you know, maybe go for coffee or hang out. But every time she kind of asked someone to go for coffee, people thought it was a sales date where she wanted to connect as friends. When you show up as your title, it's harder to make that like deeper connection that would make you friends. Again, it's that surface level connection. And you may be like, oh, Diane, you are wrong. You are wrong in that, you know, I'm part of such and such network and I've gotten to know people and we're, we really know each other as people. And that's great because you've had the time to do it. 
but how many times have you been to an event that happens once and either you have discounted people based on their title or other people have judged you based on your title now when you show up as who you are you can't be wrong because you're an expert at your title so it happens sorry you're an expert at who you are but when you show up as your title maybe you're new in the role maybe you're not feeling super confident about it and so that comes out in how you show up but if you show up as who you are you could just just to be you you're not playing a part and maybe you're someone who's been in the industry for 20 years or something and you're like oh i'm, I'm super confident in my role i'm good yeah well now we're missing you we're missing the full part of you in this so how do you balance it how do you show up as who you are but still get the professional benefit well, let me talk about this. When you ditch your labels, and I don't mean you show up and you just say, hi, I'm Diane and, and I have two children and, and I like playing soccer and hiking. Like you don't talk that way. <laughs> you don't talk about that um, right off the bat, right? You still do your, your, your business stuff, but when you ditch the titles and you focus on the connecting is who we are, then you're not confined to talking about that then you're not limited in connecting with someone based on those titles. So the joy is that I have seen real estate agents become friends from completely different companies. And the benefit of this is I've actually seen them on when one of them's on vacation, like one of them will cover the other one's open houses. So rather than feeling that they're in direct competition, they, saw that they were connected as people, right? You have a lot of, a lot of things in common with people in your industry. And if you're not coming in with competition, you're coming with collaboration or you're coming with connection, you can do so much more there. So this number one thing that turns networking on his head is to drop the titles, to stop showing up as your title. So stop showing up as what you do and instead to show up as who you are. And so I'm going to talk about that and, and how to do that and how to be um, connected more. And what are the benefits of this? You're going to find that when you connect as who you are, you can get deeper in a conversation with someone faster, that you can then find areas of connection where normally you wouldn't be able to. And that helps you to follow up with them. That helps you to um, deepen the relationship that helps you to find areas of where you will help each other. So maybe you're like, I don't need a real estate agent. I already have one, but I'm happy to talk about you. Right. Um, just, just this morning, I think it was, or yesterday, yesterday, um, I saw someone was looking to purchase something in North Vancouver and have it dropped off at a person's house, like a gift. And I tagged uh, Monica Blitcher of Monica's Art Boutique because I know about her stuff and we have connected. Now, I've also purchased things. My daughter's at her camp this week. There's so many other connections that we have. But when I see things, I think of her because of our connection, right? Yes, I hate verbal diarrhea. And I love talking and I get really passionate about what I do. And so sometimes I'm guilty of that, of, of over talking and over sharing. Um, but it is a, 
a good thing to remember. And if you think of it like a tennis match, right? Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then actually in teaching, um, a lot of times with, with our students, we want to look at it like the student talked three times and we talk once. And so if you kind of get them to talk more than them being the other person you're speaking with, then there's more likelihood that they're going to really enjoy the conversation and you're going to see how you can be connected. It's so, so frustrating. Now, I also don't think you do bait and switch. I, I don't think you show up and you're like, I just want to be your friend. And then you try selling, right? No, that's, that's not how it works either. Um, I think you can be... Um, you can be honest in that you're looking to see how you can further each other's businesses or you do want to, you know, get to know them and focus on get, get to know them. And now I'm going to talk about how do you connect with someone? Okay. How do you connect with someone so that you can further the relationship? Yeah. Because what's really cool about, this is what I've been doing in the dynamic women community. I've had people show us who they are before what they do. And of course we let everyone share about what they do professionally because you want to do business together. But when you show up as who you are, it's crazy. Like how fast, how fast people like each other. It's the KLT, right? Know each other, like each other and trust each other. When you find out you both have dogs, when you find out you both live in the same area, when you find out you both have twins, when you find out that you both are launching a product on Kickstarter, when you find out that you are a grandmother, right? There's so many different things that you can connect on. When you find out you both love spicy food, that you're coffee connoisseurs, that downtown Abbey is like your favorite thing to watch that you uh, love um, writing, that, that you journal, that you have, that you go to the Sunshine Coast or you go to a certain area to vacation. When you find those connections, you want to do life together or you want to end up doing business together. I don't know how many times I have adored someone, adored them by connecting as who they are. And then I didn't even need their product. I didn't need their product. I didn't need it. I didn't want it. Maybe I have no use for it or I already have someone that offers that to me, but I'm happy to refer them. I'm happy to give them love on their posts. I'm happy to introduce them to people. I'm happy to, you know, and sometimes I'm, I end up buying from them in the end because maybe my rep uh, isn't around anymore or the person that does that for me in that industry isn't around anymore. And, and that's, you know, fair enough if people don't want to meet you um, to just kind of talk and connect. That's, they get to own their time. Um, it's probably not a good connection anyway for you. Awesome. So let me talk through, let me talk through right now, some ways to connect as people. Because you might be like, how do I find connection with people? So I have a list of five different ways. Um, actually, the list is seven, but I'm going to give you, do you want all of them? So do you want all seven or should I do three or should I do five? Depending on our time, I want to take. And so, you know, um, this all, these come from Dynamic You. It's my program. It's the nine pillars of being a dynamic woman. 
and the who you are uh, rather than what you do is was really important to me because I was sick of surface level networking. And so I started my own group because I thought I can be pissed off about it or I can do something about it. And so I did something about it. And so I founded Dynamic Women back in 2013. And that's when people kept saying, well, what's a dynamic woman? And so I created Dynamic You to share what a dynamic woman is by sharing the nine pillars of being a dynamic woman. And so, um, Chantel, so that you can kind of go and refer to this and anyone else who has this book, and if you want it, you can grab it off my website, dianerolson.com. It comes from the connection pillar. And I'm, um, I'm just trying to find the page number for it. Page 44 and 45 of Dynamic You, okay? Please, okay, I'll go through them all quickly uh, so that we can you know, keep this to a good amount of time. So the first way that you can connect with someone is connect based on an emotion. So how is that person feeling? Are they feeling positive? Are they excitable? Are they laughing? Are they having fun? Are they nervous? Now I'm not saying you then become nervous, but if you can connect based on the emotion, so maybe you've been to a conference and there's music playing and everybody's jumping and having fun. Well, if you can get into that feeling, if you can get into that emotion, then you can start connecting with other people. So the emotion, if the other person is really excited about what they're talking about, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, my book, my book just came out, I'm so excited, then be excited too. Be like, oh my God, I'm so excited for you. That's such a great accomplishment. Wow. Um, tell me more about it. Okay, so you mirror the emotion that they're feeling. I'm sure you've heard about body language. When we, when we mirror someone else's body language, we become more connected. So connect with someone based on emotion. The second way is connect with them based on their experiences. So can you find, like how quickly can you find an experience that you both had? So are they someone who also traveled from another country to live in this country, right? So you moved from Australia to live in, in the country you're in now, and they moved from Iran. And so now you can be like, wow, like you also moved from another country. Even though you come from like an English speaking country and they, they came uh, from a country that um, where they spoke Persian, um, you can still have the similarity of, well, we both immigrated here. That's really cool. Or uh, maybe it's, oh, we both drive Jeeps or we both have had um, other experiences. We both, maybe you find out you both like horseback riding or you both went to university uh, in a far off place, right? There's an experience that you've had that you can connect on. And when you start talking about that, the, you know, the excitement or the connection builds. So when I meet people that grew up in a small town and I grew up in a small city, um, then I find that connection there. Third, connect with them based on their likes. And so at a dinner event, maybe you notice, wow, they also, they like spicy food. I like spicy food or they love the nachos and salsa and me too, or they like white wine and I do too. So then start talking about that thing that you both like. Maybe you both like pink and you notice they're wearing a, you know, have a pink purse and you have a pink dress. Talk about pink. Um, maybe you see on their phone that there's something special about maybe the back of their phone, the cover on their phone, and maybe it's something you like. 
So compliment them and then talk more about it. Ask them, be curious about it. Four, connect with them based on their interests. So if you find that they're interested in something, this is very similar to likes, but maybe they're interested in doing um, cross-stitch, cross-fit, um, cross-country running, let's keep on the crosses. Um, they have some interest that you are interested in. Get on that topic. Start talking about that thing. Five, connect based on struggles. Hmm, right? So you hear that they maybe had have three kids under three. Oh boy. So you can be like, wow, we both, we both have had that. Or, you know, even if you are now an empty nester, but you had that experience, you can still connect over that. Maybe you've both had companies closed down and you've had to switch and go to a new one. Um, maybe during coronavirus, you have a brick and mortar and they have a brick and mortar. And so you're like, wow, like, how has it been for you? And, and so you can talk about that. Six, connect based on opportunities. So maybe you think, oh, cool. Well, they're a speaker and they had a chance to go and do this. Um, and ha and, and so I'm going to talk to her about that. So she spoke at this conference. I want to speak at that conference. I'm going to get curious about that conference. Or maybe you find out that they are a speaker or you find out that they, um, what are some of the things that would be very similar? Oh, uh, maybe they make a product or they look for vendor opportunities at like a craft fair or a market or um, a trade show. And then maybe you're, you connect on like, oh, well, what trade shows have you been to? And um, these are the ones I've been to. And so you can start connecting on that level. And number seven, connect based on your desires, your desires, the things that you wish, the things maybe you dream about. And so maybe you desire to give back to people in developing nations, and maybe they do too. So maybe you have a desire to support um, like the homeless, the poor, animals. Maybe you have a desire to build your own home. Maybe you have a desire to go to be completely like eco-friendly. Maybe you have a desire to be vegan. And so in the desire too, you're kind of driving for that. You're having to put things in place. And so you can start talking about that. Uh, so number two is connect with their experiences. So have, my example was, did you uh, travel from another country? And they traveled from another country. Um, I know I've often connected with people who've lived in Japan. I lived in Japan for three years. Uh, I've connected with people on experiences of they were a teacher before. I've connected with people on their experience of uh, they're living in a place where they don't have family to support their family, their kids. Like my family lives in Ontario and I live in BC. I've just shared with you seven, seven different ways that you can connect on a deeper level with someone else. That you can connect as who you are rather than what you do. When you connect as who you are rather than what you do, you can be an equal in any situation. You will be an expert at the topics because it's about you and about them as a person. Uh, when you connect as who you are, you can be more confident. When you connect as who you are, you are always every single bit, every experience, every success, everything that you know, rather than when you connect as a title and in a title, you're limited to what it is. Plus titles leave, 
titles go away, titles are stripped from us. When you retire, when you quit, when you're fired, when you sell your business, your title leaves. When you get divorced, when you are become a widow, um, when you're separated, right? You then lose a title. There are so many times in our lives that we lose our titles, but we don't need to lose ourselves. If you always show up as who you are, connect, look to connect with them as who they are, you will set yourself apart. You will increase your know, like, and trust factor. You will take the walls down and that connection on a deeper level will mean that the other person that you meet networking will want to do life and business with you. Now, what does that mean to do life and business with you? Doing life with you can mean going for a walk. It could mean taking your dogs for a walk. It could mean going to a painting class together. What does it mean to do business together? I think you know all the different ways. But the main way that people are looking for is the sales transaction. That doesn't always happen. But could someone support you in a way that they refer to you, that they let you know about opportunities that are coming up, that they cheer you on, that they like your posts on social, that they introduce you to people who would be a good connection for you, that they promote what you do. There are so many other ways that people can support you in your business and you can support them. So I encourage you, show up as who you are. Show up as who you are. Let's change the conversations that we have. So I hope, uh, Grace, that I can meet you. I hope that everyone who's watching the replay that I can meet you in one of our next Dynamic Women events where I, I preach about showing up as who you are rather than what you do. And trust me, business happens. Business happens. And it's funny when I see people in competing, you know, and they're in the same industry and they're competing, actually hanging out, supporting each other, um, giving time, giving tools, giving resources to each other. That's like the greatest thing to see that. When I see women in direct sales, women who are in industries that other people have been um, speaking poorly of, when I see them flourishing, I love it. That's, that's the way it should be because they are amazing business owners. And when I see the women connecting as friends and building these really strong foundational friendships, because we need that in business. We need that support of others to be able to move forward in a strong way. When I see that, ah, oh, love it. I love it. I just know that, that the work I'm doing with the dynamic women global club is, is, on track, on point. Um, so connect us who you are. I'm Diane Rolston. Every week, unless I'm flying or unless something else is going on. So I encourage you to join me every week. What do I talk about? I talk about challenges that come up for clients of mine. I talk about opportunities that you can optimize. I talk about things like this, where it's like, let's change perspective on something. Let's change how we do something to do it in a better way, a more efficient way. Uh, a way to get better results. That's what I'm always looking for. If you have a topic, a question, or something that you wish that I would cover, uh, you can DM me here on Facebook, or you can send me a message, diane at dianerolston.com. So until next time, guys, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. 
Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.